0: If I can show some traveler, he is traveling
1: wrong, then my living
0: shall not be in vain. All right. Somebody says, all right. All right. That's all right, Gene. Yes, sir. That's all right, Luther. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Randy. It's all right. It's what? It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Amen. When the Holy Spirit moves, it's all right. When He comes to fill us, it's all right. When I believe what Jesus said, it's all right. Everything's all right. No worries, it's all right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. It's all right. Hallelujah. I can't get off that word, it's all right. Is it all right? Uncle Phil, is it all right? Brother Don, is it all right? (laughs) Hallelujah. Everything with Jesus is always all right. It's never wrong. It's always right. We're not going down the wrong road. We're going down the right road. We've not been deceived. Amen. We've not been lied to. No, right, right. Jesus told the truth after Amen. all. Amen. And I can see the lights of home yes. yeah. clearer and clearer
1: Amen. every day. Amen.
0: Jesus was right. Yes. The path I was on was going down into darkness. But the path he leads leads home. Amen. It leads home. Hallelujah. You can't go wrong with Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me read to you. Can I read from the scripture? The Book of John. The ninth chapter. Lord, bless your word to our hearts. Thank you for the bread from heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. His disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither he hath this man sin nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day the night is coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Yes, yes. Amen. The night is coming. No man can work. How does Jesus. How does God reach. Anybody. There are so many different kinds of people in the world. So many people with so many different opinions. Positions in life, beliefs, persuasions—some far, some near; some high, some low; some poles, some rich, some poor. <laughs> how does God? Amen. How does God? Is He able to reach anybody? How does God make the connection? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. As long as I am in this world, He said, I am the light. It's not me or you. It's not your opinions. It's not your beliefs. It's not what you think. It's not your education. It's not your intelligence. It's not how you've proved yourself. It's not how strong you are or how weak you are. It's not how rich you are how poor you are. He alone is the light of this world. When Jesus hung on the cross, there was darkness over all the earth. From about noon to about three, there was darkness. The sun refused to shine. The Son of God, suffering. Pouring out His blood, His life, for the world. And it was an eerie day. It was a very dark day. It was a day when nothing else was being done but the greatest act of love the world has ever known. When Jesus hung on that cross for you and me. He had taken upon himself the sins of the whole world in his body on the tree. In his darkest moment, his darkest hour, he cried out, Father, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He had to turn his face away. For God cannot look upon sin. Christ became sin for us. He became sin by taking our sins in his body. But it pleased the Father to bruise Him. It pleased God that He should suffer. Because it was in His suffering that the greatest work, the greatest plan was unfolding. The light had turned dark for a moment. But then, on the third day, yes, yes, yes. Amen. amen. As long as I'm in the world, Jesus said, I am the light amen. of the world. Let me ask you this question. Is Jesus here?
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Is He here right yes. now? Well, I know He's here because He came with me. Did He come with you? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Then as long as He is in the world, yes. He is the light. Amen. There's no other light. Jesus called us the light. He said, you're the light of the world. Why did He say that? Because we have His light within us. Amen hallelujah he says what I have I give to you my peace I leave with you yes. praise God Amen. there's comfort in knowing there's comfort in knowing that there is a way to go it's comfort in knowing that there is a right way to go that there is help to be found That God can make a way where there seems to be no way. This poor blind man, born blind, would never, ever have a way to see. He would never, ever have a way to ever see the world. But God sent Jesus. He said, I came. To be His light. Yes. Amen. So He spit on the ground. And made mud. Yes. Yes. Out of the dirt. He mixed it around in His hand. And He took that and anointed the man's eyes. Like yes. with salve. Yes. He rubbed it in His yes. eyes. Amen. Amen. See, why did He do that? You're made out of the dust of the ground. The same God that made Him, made us all. And the Bible says that God made Adam from the dust of the ground. So Jesus took a little dust and some of His spittle from His very mouth. And I'd rather have Jesus' spittle on me than anything. Go ahead, Lord, spit on me. That's good. Hallelujah. His spittle is holy. His spittle is pure. His spittle is anointed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now if you come up to this church sometime And you sit on the front row While I'm preaching (laughs) You might see some of these people Going like this I pray to God it's anointed If it's not I'll ask God to anoint it. If you're you're sick God will heal you Amen But the spittle of Jesus, oh, th- hallelujah, Amen. the spittle from the Son of God mixed with this corrupt earth. But the moment that spittle touched it, it's like Jesus saying, I know what your eyeballs are made out of because I made them. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were created by Him. God created all things by His Word. Jesus is the Word. He was the Word made flesh and dwelt among the people. So He said, I know what your eyeballs are made out of because I made them. So He mixed a little mud in there here, praise God, said, yeah, this is just right for His eyes. And He anointed His eyes. He said go wash go wash in the pool of Siloam which means scent it's a pool of water not far from the temple where the pilgrims would come when they went to Jerusalem to worship in the temple they stopped by the pool of Siloam to wash and refresh themselves get themselves ready to go into the temple Jesus said go wash yes. now I've looked at that I looked that up and it looks like it's quite a ways from, the, from where the temple stood you know I mean, the man's not only blind, he's got mud all over his eyes. And he's going through the city. He's trying to find his way to pull pull of along. Tell you what, when the Lord tells you to do something, it may seem silly to some people. But you're being obedient to what God has said to do. No matter how silly it looks, go ahead and do it anyway. Because you will be blessed in your doing. Amen. Hallelujah! And sometimes the Lord will ask us to do things that doesn't seem quite, you know, yeah, normal. They ain't quite. I don't know. Well, he was blind already, been going through life blind. I mean, what, what? I mean, you know, why not? You know. <laughs> Somebody must have seen him pass by. Say, you see that man? He's got mud all over his face. <laughs> But he said, somebody show me where the water is. I've got to wash my face. Yeah. <laughs> when he washed his face, his eyes, they were made whole. Mm-hmm. He could Amen. see clearly. Amen. The Lord took that mud, just remade his eyeballs, made them brand new. Yes. From the dust of the ground. Yes. With the spittle of the Son of God. Yes. Amen. Now, the Scripture tells us, I could read the whole chapter, but I won't do that. Scripture tells us that when Jesus found him, he'd went to the the temple when they'd found out he could see. And the Pharisees and scribes and and the, the priests in the temple asked him what had happened, he told them. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't believe. They wouldn't accept the fact that Jesus opened his eyes and <clears throat> said, We don't know anything about this man. He said, Give God glory. We don't know anything about this guy. We don't know where he's from. What'd you say he did? He told him over and over again. He said, Well, you're not going to believe me. I've done told you. He said, Well, we know that God doesn't hear sinners, but if he, does, he that does the will of God, him God hears. He said, this man couldn't open my eyes if he wasn't of God. He said, I don't know if he's a sinner or not, but if he wasn't of God, he sure couldn't open my eyes. And so, they grew angry with the man. And argued with him. We're the disciples of Moses. You're his disciple. And we're the disciples of Moses. Get out of here! So they kicked him out. Jesus had heard that they'd kicked him out. They found him and asked him, "Do you believe on the Son of God? Who is He that I may believe?" I will speak unto thee. Am he? And he said, Lord, I believe. And he fell down and worshiped him. How does God reach you and me? Whether you're high or low. Bigger, little, yes. known, well-known, or unknown. Yes. How does God touch us? How does He reach us? How do we connect? Jesus told the woman at the well, "God is a spirit." You know, Jesus, it's strange to me how Jesus said some of the most profound things to some of the least people. People who were unknown or outcasts. He didn't tell his disciples, he told people that he just met along the way. A Samaritan woman at the well. He told he told Nicodemus, the root of the Jews, by night about being born again. Amen. You'd think there'd been something he told his disciples, but he didn't. He told Nicodemus. Amen. You'd think it had been something he told his disciples about God being a spirit and worshiping Him in spirit, but he told the Samaritan woman. Amen. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit. And in truth. How does God connect with us? Worship. God's not interested in our opinion about Him. God's not interested in our points of view about Him. God's not concerned about so much that concerns us. He is God. Amen. Amen. And one day, every knee... Take your finger and go... Every knee, every, every knee. Hallelujah. shall bow. Amen. Talk about a connection. Amen. You talk about people waking up as to who God is. Amen. That's what God wants of us. Just a simply, simply a relationship with us and experience. He doesn't care what your denomination is. He doesn't care what color your skin is. He doesn't care where you was born. He don't care where you come from or where you think you're going. He doesn't care how you were raised or how you wasn't raised. He is God. And when you come before him, all that you are and all that you've been and all that you think and all that ever gone before you in your whole entire life is off to the side. It doesn't count, doesn't count. It won't count for anything. All it is, is you and Him. Right. Amen. You and God. Yes. Amen. Not you, your intellect and God. <laughs> Just you. Amen. You can't bring anything of great importance to God. And offer it. Who can give God anything? For from Him and of Him and to Him are all things. Your very life. You have because God gave it to you. The very breath you breathe. The air you breathe. God gave it to you. It's just you and God somebody said oh you're one of them Christians you're one of them Jesus people it's just me and God well you belong to the first church downtown what kind of church y'all got down there anyway what do y'all believe in down there I'm a child of God. That's all. Hallelujah. Are you your father's son? What makes you your father's son? Because you're so pretty? <laughs> because you're so smart? Because you're so tall? No. Or because you're so short?
1: No.
0: <laughs> because you're so rich? No. What makes you your father's son? Or your mother's son? It's just you and them. Amen. That's all. Their blood flows through my vein. Yes. Worship of God. What does the word worship mean? I like this I like this definition. To worship is to prize above everything else. Yes. To honor as the highest importance. To prize above everything else. That means all that I am, all that I've dreamed of being, all that I've hoped to be, all that I've had, anything about me falls way short of who he is. Huh? All of my aspirations, all of my thoughts, all of my dreams, all of my hopes, all of my doctor, everything about me comes so short, falls so short of who God is. Hallelujah. He is so much greater than anything we could ever dream of. Or hope for, or long for, or want, or desire. Boy, when you get to that, when you get to that crossroads, when you get to that point, you realize, oh God, how great you are! Has nothing to do with I'm supposed to act like somebody else, or I'm supposed to. Let's see how they do that in church. You're not trying to do anything like anybody does in any church. You're not trying to act like Grandpa or Grandma or. Uncle Susie or Aunt B? Uncle, Uncle Susie? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're
0: not supposed to act like anybody, anything. It's just you and the Lord. Yeah. You have come to it a realization of God. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus came down here to this earth to shine a little light on the situation. Because everybody was in darkness. Of all the intellect and wisdom of the world, they were in darkness. Jesus said, I am the light of this world. It is not your professors, it is not your mentor, it is not your educator. It is not just your mama and your daddy or your brothers or sisters or loved ones or neighbors or friends. It's not those to whom you put most most trust in and love the most, which is all well and good. But Jesus is the light. He is the one who opens up our relationship or understanding with God. He's the one that makes God real in our lives. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we understand that Jesus said God is a spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Yes. Which means I believe and hear all that God has said about His Son. I understand what God is telling me that, and God doesn't lie to me. Do you believe on the Son of God? He asked the blind man, the man that was blind. Do you believe? Who is he? He should have already known. But he didn't. Did he? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, if somebody opened my eyes like Jesus did. I was born blind. He opened my eyes. And he came up and said, you believe on the Son of God? Well, who is he? Jesus reveals Himself to us because He is the light. If I tell you, Jesus is saying, if I tell you that I am Him, do you believe? And suddenly the man realizes the truth. It all, it all makes sense. It, it fits. Everything, everything is right. Yeah. Who else could open my eyes but the Son of God? Amen. Who else could do for me but He whom God has sent? Lord. And suddenly the Bible says, He fell down and worshiped Jesus. What does that mean? He prized him above everything else. Jesus reached the blind man. He prized Jesus and held him in high regard above everything else. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what the people thought of Israel thought about it. It didn't matter what the priests thought about it. It didn't matter what anybody said to him about it. He prized Jesus above everything, yes. and he wasn't afraid. You know there's something about it. when we worship God, we come to the, come to a realization with God that makes us unafraid. It may, look us, may, may, uh, it may help to make us look silly, but we're unafraid. Yes. Amen. It may look, make, make us look like we're uh, rebels, but we're not afraid. No. It may cause us to look daring, but we're not afraid. No. You dare to do that? You dare to worship this guy? Well, you don't know where I've been and what he's done. for me. You don't know what happened to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why do you act like that? I wouldn't do that if I were you. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Because it's just me and him. When the Lord does something for you, man, you know it yourself, don't you? And nobody can tell you any different. Man, I was blind and Jesus opened my eyes. Can you do that? Can anybody do that but the Son of the living God? Can anybody open anybody's eyes? Hallelujah. How does God reach you? He'll do for you what no other can do. What you can't even do for yourself. Amen. Have you ever tried and tried and tried to do something that didn't seem to work out? Amen. Why do you think Jesus came? Amen. Why do you think He came to this old world 2,000 years ago? So He could show you how things will work out because He can work it out. Amen. He is the light of the world. Amen. He is the intelligence. That you need. It's okay to have all these other, uh, all this other education you have, all these degrees that you have. It's okay, wonderful. Sometimes I wish I had more degrees. As you know, I'm just a plain, simple man. You know. Somebody says, boy, you sure do preach simple. Well, I'll preach to simple-minded people. I hear, I hear, right? I hear We're just all simple-minded folks, amen. So I'm on your level, amen. God sent me here because he knew you needed this kind of preacher. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit is the intelligence that we need. Because He guides us and leads us into all truth. He Himself is the Spirit of truth. And He shows us and teaches us the truth so that we learn to regard God yes. and prize Him above everything. Yes. In so doing, we recognize the greatness, yes. the holiness, yes. the beauty, the awesomeness, yes. the amazing wonders, yes. Yes. grace of God yes. that is upon us. True. Worship. Yes. How does God reach you? Well, you're going to get reached Amen. sooner or later. Well, that ain't never going to happen to me, Brother Bob. No, nope, I ain't never going to be. Like, I ain't going to act like that. One day, You might act like me or act like Randy here or (laughs) act like the man in black or (laughs) act like that person you're sitting next to. It doesn't matter. You'll look silly in your own way. There's only one of you. (laughs) But God has got your number. He's got your number. Amen. Amen. And there will be a connection hopefully sooner than later, but every knee shall bow. Worship. Every tongue shall confess. That means every, every person who speaks every kind of language, every, every language in the world, every nationality of the whole world, every tongue, whatever country you're from, whatever language you speak, every tongue shall confess Amen. that Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes. the word worship also means an expression of reverence and adoration it also means to bend over or to bow down in respect or submission we realize the worthiness or the meditoriousness. I did it. I said it. I didn't think I was going to say that word. But I did. That's a, <laughs> a tongue tangler right there. <laughs> giving God recognition that he deserves. If anybody merits praise, it's God. If anybody merits our attention, it's God. It's not just how I think or how I want or wish that deserves my full attention. I'm just a man. I'm just a human being living on the earth. And whatever it is I find in life that's important to me and and that I'm I'm trying to do or that I want to do. That's not all that's important in life. That's not all that's important. Listen to me. God is above all. He is more important in your life than anything. God is more important to us. We are creatures. We are crawling, walking creatures. They walk around with Spittle and mud in our eyes, but he is the Creator. God is worthy of your attention. God is worthy of our devotion. God is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our reverence. Amen. Where do we meet God? That's where we meet God. God is above all. He is first and foremost. He is so much higher than we are in this world in our lives in the whole universe. He is above all. Amen. Is not such a God worthy Amen. of our worship? Yes. yes.
1: yes.
0: Why should we go through life Button our head against the wall and <laughs> stumbling along through life? Amen. When God is there. Amen. Amen. Why should I take so much care and worry for myself mm-hmm. when God is there? Amen. Why should I die? Why should I live out my life and die without hope Amen. when God is
1: there? Come on.
0: Why should I wonder and worry and not know what to do in life? Amen. When God is there, Amen. give Him the respect and honor that He deserves in your life. Because He loves you above all. In all of our disobedience and our rebellion and I've been rebellious so many times in my life God is so good does not he deserve honor and respect should not we bow down before him should not, is not he worthy enough that we should give up all that just to that doesn't mean just take all your money and throw it out in the street. If you do, I'll go pick it up. <laughs> you can have your money and still let go of it. You can have all the money you want, but just don't let your money have you. You can have many things in this world and be blessed with so many good, wonderful things in life. And I love those things as much as you do. But let's not let those things have us so much so that we put God aside and put those in His place. Oh, no. God is worthy. We worship God for who He is and what He has done. The Bible says that your bodies are a living sacrifice. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God. That's worship. Did you know that prayer is a form of worship? What does that mean? That means you pray to God because you see God as the all-infinite, yes. all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty, yes. who is able to do anything in all things. Yes. Well, I'm not going to pray to you. I'm going to pray to God. Yes. I'm not going to pray to some other God. I'm going to pray to the true and the living God. Yes. I'm going to pray the God that I know is in my heart that I believe that praise God that my mama told me about. (laughs) But not only my mother, but he whom my God told me about. You see, each and every one of us who knows God has been made to know God by Him. Your mama might have told you, your papa might have told you, and your sister might have told you, and your brother might have told you. And the preacher might have preached to you on Sunday morning, and you just would sit there and uh uh-huh, uh 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. But when you come to know God because God told you who He was, He becomes real to you personally Hallelujah! You were once went blind but Jesus come and opened your eyes. And you know that he opened your eyes. Amen. Hallelujah. You. you were lost. And he found you.
1: Amen.
0: You were dead. Yeah. But now you are alive. Amen. Amen that has no connection whatsoever of anything in this world but of that world. This life came from above, not below. This knowledge came from heaven, not of earth. The light shines ever so brightly. And the darkness... (laughs) will never put it out. Amen. It will never be put out. You may hide the light, but you will never put it out. You may pull the shade down <laughs> and turn your face and ignore it. The light still shines. And it shines for you and me. For all those that are hopeless and helpless. For all those that are lost and all those that are full of fear and worry and doubt. And anxiety. And troubles. And burdened down with the cares of life. Jesus came to lift your burden He came to show you the way He came to lighten your path He came to give you sight to see with ears to hear with and a heart to know God Amen. Amen. Amen Stand with me everybody Thank You, Father. In Matthew, the 8th chapter, there was a leper. He came to Jesus. A leper. One who was an outcast of society. One who no one was supposed to touch or be around at all. He wasn't supposed to be in Society, whatsoever. He was on the outside somewhere in the caves or rocks or dens of the wilderness. He was unclean. When he heard about Jesus coming through, he came to Jesus and worshiped him. He worshiped him. He prized Jesus. Above all that society said about himself or anything else. Jesus became the most important figure, the most important person, the most important thing in his very life. His life now depends on Jesus. His existence now is in the hands of one whom he prizes above all. I guarantee you this morning. If you prize him above all and put your life in his hands, and say, "All right, now from here on, Father, my life is in your hands. I trust you. Here, I give you my life. I give you all that I am. I got a lot of problems. I got a lot of troubles. I'm a I'm a complicated person. (laughs) I'm really a confused individual. I don't I don't even have my right mind. But here I am." I give it all Amen. to you. He worshipped Him. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus healed him. He touched him and healed him. Time and again, people would come to Jesus, bring in their all. A certain ruler of the Jews came to Jesus to raise his, to heal his daughter, and she had died. She was sick, he wanted him to come and heal, her, heal, heal his daughter. But they came and told him, Your daughter's dead, don't bother the master any longer. And the Bible says that the centurion, the ruler, fell down and worshipped Jesus. It didn't matter what his rank in life was. It doesn't matter who, what importance, what, what position he had in life. It didn't matter. All that he was and all that he had known, all he had learned all of his life, all that he had trained for. Amen. He was an important man. But when he saw Jesus, he worshipped. Which means he prized Jesus above all. Yes. That He was. Or all that He ever had or ever dreamed of having. And Jesus raised her from the dead. How do we connect with God? How does God connect with us? When He shows Himself so real that we realize, Father... You're more to me than anything in life. Yes. And I thank you for showing me that. I thank you for making yourself real to me. Not only to me, but to my family, my friends, my loved ones, everything that has to do with my whole life. God has blessed me from one end to the other.
1: Amen.
0: I tell you this morning as, a, as your pastor and preacher here. I am a blessed individual. Yeah. Because God has blessed my life and my family. Amen. Because one day I said Lord you're everything to me. Amen. Everything I have. All that I am. Which is much oh God, you're, you're more than everything. How can I even... You know, when you come to God, you don't even really think about yourself. You think about Him. Yes. Amen. You think, you know, you have a need. But there's a moment there. I'll, I'll guarantee you, there is a certain moment at that moment. When you come to God, you come with a need, you come to Him hurting, you come to Him troubled, you come to Him burdened down, you come to Him with a problem. But the, there's a certain moment that when you meet Him, suddenly you forget all about all the problem Because you see the glory of Jesus. And how great and wonderful He is. and You just forget all about it. Well, I forgot what I come for. But Lord, You know my need. You know I'm sick. You know I'm a sinner. You know I'm worthless. I'm no good. I'm rotten to the core. But when I see Jesus, I forget all about my rottenness. And all I can see is His love for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when I see that, I worship Him. I prize Him above all you're greater than my sins. You're greater than my problem. You're greater than my sickness. You're greater than my life. You're greater than all that I am, all that I've ever been or ever hoped to be. You're greater than all. If I live to be 150 years old, you're greater than that. You're greater than all things. What is my life? If I live to be 150, so what? It's but a moment. It's but a moment is eternal
1: Amen.
0: and he's never had a beginning he's from everlasting to everlasting Amen. I, I can't even comprehend that in my mind no. God has always been yeah, always been yes. oh so therefore <laughs> I'm his creation Amen. we had to have beginning somewhere and God began it he began us. But I'm gonna tell you something. What God has begun in us, He will finish it. Huh. I said what God begun in us, He is going to finish it. Amen. He got a great plan for us, folks. Amen. He got a great plan for your life. Hallelujah. I see the prize. I see the prize. And I reach forth under the prize set before me. Not looking back at the things behind me, but looking before me. I reach forth under those things. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. When that man opened it, when God opened his eyes, when that blind man was, eyes he could see again. I believe from that day forward, he was looking forward all the time. Amen. He wasn't looking back where he was, he was constantly looking forward in light what Jesus had done for him. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There's more to life than groping in the darkness. Amen. There's more to life than standing by the wayside begging for money. There's more to life than than living every day in rags and penury. Jesus has opened our eyes and given us a reason to live. So therefore, we are looking forward and we're going forward. And we're going forward with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you this morning, Father, for giving us Jesus. Thank you for what you have done. In our lives. And we worship you. We honor you. We put you first and foremost above all things in life. Thank you for life. Thank you for all that you've given us in life. Thank you for the things you give us to do in our lives. For making life meaningful and, 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 and making us useful in life. But above all those things, we set you high. We exalt you above all. For without you, we would have nothing. Without you, we are nothing. But You are our life. You are our strength. You are our help. You are God. You are our Father. And we are your children. Thank you for where you brought us from and where you're bringing us to. Hallelujah. Help us just to worship you more and praise your name more. Lift your name up high more and more in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Do you want your life to be more meaningful? Then lift up the name of the Lord. Always honor God in your life. Put Him first. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for coming, being with us. Coming all this far to be here today. And I'll tell you one thing, you're not here by accident. God brought you here. I want you to take this thought with you home. Go with the thought of I will worship God every day of my life. I will think of Him. I will lift Him up in my heart and mind. And dwell and meditate upon Him. Yes. And muse upon Him and His wonder and His greatness and His love for me. Amen. And I will praise His name for that. I will thank God Amen. for who He is and what He's done. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. And the Lord will make you strong. Yes. And He will make you fearless. Yes. And He will make you bold. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will will make you confident. Amen. And you'll be able to face anything in life. I don't care what it is. Amen. 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 Because you know who God is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, for all your good things in Jesus' name. Go with your people. Lord, keep them. Keep them safe on the road and bring them back safely. And bless them and fill them to overflowing with every good thing in God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, shake hands, be friendly, love one another. And come back and see us again. We just do it. Thank you for coming.